welcome, friends, to another episode of our bi-weekly podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different today, and rather than hear and reflect on a psalm, I wanted to share a couple short sections of Henry Nouwen's book, Here and Now. I've been reading this book recently, and there were a couple of sections that I thought would be particularly encouraging for you today. One of the challenges that I've faced during this pandemic has been the change in my schedule, just my daily routines being thrown out of whack. For me, the biggest change was having my kids home with me all the time. That change meant that I didn't have the same kind of time to devote to quiet prayer and reflection, which was my habit, and instead I was busy taking care of the kids when I wasn't working. The temptation for me was that I would forego those times of regular prayer and communion with the Lord and simply say that I'll come back to it once the kids go back to school, when life goes back to normal. Or the other option was I could find a way to adapt and find a way, a new way to commune with God in the midst of these new responsibilities that I had. By the grace of God, I was able to adapt and, and what has been most helpful for me in making this change has been Jean-Pierre de Cossade's idea of the sacrament of the present moment. That God is inviting us to be aware and attentive of him in this present moment, in the midst of all the other things that we need to be doing, that this is the place where God is meeting us. For me, that meant that I had to learn to be attentive to God while also taking care of my kids. And that by directing my attention towards God in love and devotion while I was with my kids, he was then also inviting me to give my attention and myself to my kids in a deeper way also. The time with my children then became not simply something that I needed to do to feed them, to entertain them, to keep them busy, but it became a time to lovingly serve them in the presence of God as an act of love and devotion both to them into our loving Savior. This was the place where God had me. Therefore, this was the place that God was going to meet me. And that means that this was the place that I was invited into a deepening love and dependence upon God and His grace. Henry Nouwen speaks of the sacrament of the present moment in his book, Here and Now. And he also talks about the joy and hope that springs from learning to be attentive to God in the present. I want to read a couple of sections from this book to you today, and then invite you to consider the fact that God is inviting you into deeper communion with him in this present moment, in every moment. As we enter into this time of silence today, that's what I invite you to consider. Nowen says this about living in the present moment. It is hard to live in the present. The past and the future keep harassing us. The past with guilt, the future with worries. So many things have happened in our lives about which we feel uneasy, regretful, angry, confused, or at least ambivalent. 
and all these feelings are often colored by guilt. Guilt says, you ought to have done something other than what you did. You ought to have said something other than what you said. These oughts keep us feeling guilty about the past and prevent us from being fully present to the moment. Worse, however, than our guilt are our worries. Our worries fill our lives with what-ifs. What if I lose my job? What if my father dies? What if there is not enough money? What if the economy goes down? What if a war breaks out? These many ifs can so fill our mind that we become blind to the flowers in the garden and the smiling children on the streets or deaf to the grateful voice of a friend. The real enemies of our life are the oughts and the ifs. They pull us backward into the unalterable past and forward into the unpredictable future. But real life takes place in the here and now. God is a God of the present. God is always in the moment. Be that moment hard or easy, joyful or painful. When Jesus spoke about God, he always spoke about God as being where we are. When you see me, you see God. When you hear me, you hear God, Jesus said. God is not someone who was or will be, but the one who is and who is for me in the present moment. That's why Jesus came to wipe away the burden of the past and the worries of the future. He wants us to discover God right where we are, here and now. C.S. Lewis wrote something similar to this in the Screwtape Letters when he said, The humans live in time, but God destines them to eternity. God wants them to attend chiefly to two things, to eternity itself and to the present moment. For the present is the point at which time touches eternity. For the present moment, moment and of it only, humans have an experience analogous to the experience which God has of reality as a whole. In it alone, freedom and actuality are offered to them. God would therefore have them continually concerned either with eternity, which means being concerned with Him, or with the present, obeying the present voice of conscience, bearing the present cross, receiving the present grace, giving thanks for the pl present pleasure. Our business, Screwtape says to Wormwood, is to get them away from the eternal and away from the present and to make them live in the future so that thinking about the future inflames hope and fear. Gratitude looks to the past and love to the present. Fear, avarice, lust, and ambition look ahead to the future. The future is unknown to them so that in making them think about the future, we make them think of unrealities. The future is the thing least like eternity, Lewis says. It's the most completely temporal part of time, for the past is frozen and no longer flows, and the present is all lit up with eternal rays.
What both Nowen and Lewis are getting at is that God meets us in the present. This is the moment where we have the power to be attentive to the one who is always present and attentive to us. To remove ourselves from this moment is to remove ourselves from the ability to be aware and attentive to the living God who longs to meet us and to lead us right now. For Christians, this attentiveness to the present doesn't remove us from reality. The present moment is not detached. It is aware of God's work in history, and it is aware of the eternal realities of the kingdom of God to which God is calling us. But it is also keenly aware that this present moment is the moment where God meets us, where time touches eternity, as Lewis said. This is the place where the realities of both the past and the eternal in the living God who is outside of time meets us in this present moment. God stands before you right now inviting you to be aware and attentive to his presence with you at this very moment. and then goes on to connect being attentive to God in the present moment with joy and hope. He says this, There is an intimate relationship between joy and hope. While optimism makes us live as if someday soon things will go better for us, hope frees us from the need to predict the future and allows us to live in the present with the deep trust that God will never leave us alone but will fulfill the deepest desires of our heart. Joy in this perspective is the fruit of hope. When I trust deeply that today God is truly with me and holds me safe in a divine embrace, guiding every one of my steps, I can let go of my anxious need to know how tomorrow will look or what will happen next month or next year. I can be fully where I am and pay attention to the many signs of God's love within and around me. When we trust profoundly that today is the day of the Lord and that tomorrow is safely hidden in God's love, our faces can relax and we can smile back at the one who smiles at us. As we enter into a time of silence now, I would invite you to take a few deep breaths. And to consider how it is that God is inviting you to be attentive to him in this moment. Perhaps this will also be a time for you to commit to being more attentive to God in every moment as we move forward. 
seeking to keep his face focused before you, recognizing him smiling at you as you look to him.
this time of silence comes to an end, I would invite you to take another few deep breaths. To thank God for meeting you in this present moment and to join me in praying the prayer that our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.